All right, here we go. Wrestling with Theology, episode number 109. This is Pastor Doug Minton here with you as we have Pro Wrestling America from Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Michigan. Unlike other weeks with Pro Wrestling America, there are no roster changes today due to the main event. One of the great things with this card is that the entire roster is involved. Tons of matches here. So let's get right into it. The opening match of the card. 10 minute time limit, Great Kabuki versus Dirty Dutch Mantel. This match was a brawl, but ended up with Dutch Mantel winning cleanly with a pinfall after a lariat at 4 minutes and 34 seconds. Second match had Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert facing off against Mance Warner in another 10-minute time limit match. This one was actually rather clean for a Mance Warner match, which then went into Gilbert's favor as Gilbert won after a pile driver in 6 minutes and 2 seconds. The first title match of the card had the television champion Brickhouse Brown defending against former TV champion Dangerous Doug Gilbert. This one had a little bit of panache to it as Eddie Gilbert came down to help out his brother, which then brought out Iceman King Parsons. Well, in the midst of the brawl, the referee gets knocked out. Parsons hits Gilbert, Doug Gilbert with the butt thump. Brickhouse Brown covers him. Iceman keeps Eddie out of the ring as the referee makes the pinfall count for Brickhouse Brown to retain the title at a time of 7 minutes, 23 seconds. Then we move to a tag team match. Non-title match as the American tag team champions, the Sawyer brothers, faced off against the Moondogs. Brett was busted open again. Buzz was busted open. Spike was busted open. Spot was busted open. Everybody in this short match that lasted 11 minutes, but everybody's bloodied. But the Moondogs get the win when Spot pins Buzz. Singles match, 15-minute time limit. Jesse James Armstrong against Gentleman Chris Adams. This was a very quick match. Armstrong thought he was going to have a bit of time with it. Adams hit him out of nowhere with the super kick, gets the pin in a minute and 14 seconds. On the other hand, the next match, another 15-minute time limit, almost went the full time limit as Iceman King Parsons faced off with Billy Gunn. Iceman King Parsons had been instrumental in Brickhouse Brown retaining his title against Doug Gilbert, but the Gilberts came in to storm the ring. Iceman gets the win via disqualification in a time of 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Now we get into some of the feuds that have been developing or have been running on for a while. As we get into a tag team match, Gold Dust and Kurt Henning against Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Shane Douglas, the Dangerous Duo. 30 minute time limit. This match was all over the board. Gold Dust and Kurt Henning trying to keep things on the ground. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels trying to keep things in the air. Finally, it was the Dangerous Duo getting the win as Douglas 
nails hitting with a pile driver to get the pinfall. Now we move to the second title match on the card, the American heavyweight title, as Great Muda defends the title against Jushin Thunder Liger. 45-minute time limit, and these two put on quite the show. It was all over the place, Japanese-style wrestling, ropes all over in usage. Finally, Muda wins the match after an Asai moonsault into an inverted DDT in the time of 40 minutes, 14 seconds. The next match featured Austin Idol taking on the newly returning Undertaker. Undertaker took care of things and pinned Idol with the tombstone in 3 minutes, 33 seconds. The first of the three main events on the card. 60-minute time limit, world tag team titles on the line, as the fabulous Freebirds faced off against the so far undefeated Bobo Brazil and Special Delivery Jones. This match was a classic. Both teams being face teams, they really brought the crowd into it. At points in time, different parts of the crowd were cheering for either the Freebirds or Brazil and Jones. And it was a great match featuring all four of these men being at their best. But eventually, it was Bobo Brazil pinning Michael Hayes after a vicious belly-to-belly suplex in a time of 43-53. Your new world tag team champions are Bobo Brazil and Special Delivery Jones. The second main event, World Heavyweight Title Match, Stone Cold Steve Austin defending the title against Sting. Another 60-minute time limit, another great classic match between these two. In fact, many of the roster came out to see the match, and they would stay out for the rest of the card because they wanted to see what was going to happen in the third main event. But you had Sting. After four stinger splashes, causing Austin to tap out from the Scorpion Deathlock in a time of 35 minutes, 18 seconds. Your new world heavyweight champion is Sting. Now we get to the third main event. The match that has been building up for months. The one that really, honestly, nearly imploded in my mind. 11-person elimination match. Anyone eliminated from this match by pinfall, submission, or disqualification lost their PWA contract forever. So anybody in this match who is eliminated will never wrestle for PWA again. You have Gen 3 on one side, Flex Cavana, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Jimmy Golden, Natty Neidhart, and Lacey Von Erich. Facing off against 
the Extreme Horsemen, Steve Carino, Curtis Axel, Justin Credible, Terry Funk, Annie Social, and, uh, and Medusa Michelli. Eleven people. How do we handle this kind of stress, this kind of strain? Well, honestly, that had to come about throughout the card. Because there were many times during the card there were scuffles between the two teams. So finally, around the time of the Gold Dust and Kurt Henning versus Dangerous Duo match, I had to come out and declare to both sides that we weren't going to follow traditional mixed tag team rules. That if a woman was tagged in, she could face off against one of the men. This will come back several times in the match. There would be no forced tagging because I had been fed up with all of the stuff going on between these two teams. Go on a little further. A few more scuffles during the American heavyweight title match. So I come back out after that match to declare that I was announcing a new special referee to cover as a second referee in the match. And that special referee would be yours truly, Southern Dynamite. And this becomes a focal point in the match several times. So let's get to it. Special elimination rules, no mixed tag rules, anybody eliminated by any means losing their PWA contract. Eleven people around the ring, two referees, the rest of the roster out in the stands. We get off to a great start with Terry Funk and Jimmy Golden facing off against each other. Eventually, over the course of the next of the first ten minutes of the match, Lacey Von Erich and Annie Social both get tagged in. And Lacey Von Erich defeats Annie Social by disqualification when Annie throws her over the top rope at a time of 14 minutes, 8 seconds. So the first to be eliminated is Annie Social. As Annie Social is escorted from the ring, Just Incredible comes in and starts attacking Lacey Von Erich. Starting on the outside, but then bringing her back in. Eventually, Lacey makes the tag over to Natty Neidhart. Natty does her best against Justin Credible, but Credible takes every shortcut he can. Finally, pins her with a tombstone pile driver at a time of 23 minutes and 44 seconds. So now, Natty Neidhart is gone. Nine people, five on four, still advantage Extreme Horsemen. At this point, Credible continues to taunt Lacey to come into the ring. So, Lacey joins in the fun. She has her time with it. Credible tries to do the same crap with Lacey that he had done with Natty. But at this point, 
Curtis Axel has had enough. He's tried numerous times to get a tag in because he wants to get his hands on Lacey. Well, Justin Incredible just refuses. So as Credible gets ready to do an Asai moonsault onto a prone Lacey Von Erich in the middle of the ring, Axel takes off his boot, nails Credible in the head, causing him to fall back onto Lacey. But his shoulders are on the ground, not Lacey's. And he gets pinned at a time of 27 minutes, 53 seconds. Axel climbs into the ring, throws Credible out of the ring, and says he's joined the other side. Everybody looks at me. And I do my best Judge Mills Lane impression from Celebrity Deathmatch and says, I'll allow it. So that brings Carino into the ring as he is furious that the guy he had brought in to be his protege dare to defy him and turn to the other side. Double cross him like that. And it is Carino pinning Axel less than two minutes later in a time of 29 minutes, 36 seconds. So Carino is livid. So Flex Cavana comes in. The two captains of the teams now involved. Somehow in the midst of it, there's a blind tag by Medusa on Carino. She comes, jumps off the top rope into a power slam by Flex Cavana, who pins her at a time of 30 minutes and 40 seconds. So now we are down to a four-on-two advantage favor Gen 3. As you have Flex Cavana, Chavo Guerrero, Jimmy Golden, and Lacey Von Erich still on that side with Terry Funk and Steve Carino on the other. And so, Funk comes in, battles with Kavana for a while. Kavana tags in Chavo. Funk tags Carino back in. Golden has a few moments in there. Finally, comes around back to Funk and Kavana back in there. Kavana's got things well in hand, getting ready to put Funk away. And then Jimmy Golden steps into the ring. Tags himself in forcefully. You know, one of those great smack on the back that you can hear throughout the entire arena. He picks up Terry Funk. They double clothesline Cavana. Golden says, I'm going to the other side. Pick, helps pick up Cavana into a spike pile driver for Funk to pin him at a time of 44 minutes, 57 seconds. So we're 45 minutes into the match. We are now down to a two-on-three. As now Jimmy Golden has moved over to join Terry Funk and Steve Carino. And again, Judge Mills Lane, I'll allow it. On one side, Chavo Guerrero and Lacey Von Erich on the other. The match goes on for another 12 minutes. Basically... Funk, Golden, and Carino just 
bloodying up Chavo. Mercilessly just beating on him, leaving him far away from Lacey, who is the only other member of his team, only person left who can save him. And finally, it comes down to Golden with a vicious knee drop from the middle turnbuckle, pinning Chavo at a time of 58 minutes flat. So now we are down to the final four people in the match. For the Extreme Horsemen, you have Steve Carino, Terry Funk, and Jimmy Golden. For Gen 3, you have Lacey Von Erich. And these three guys were planning on having a field day with the one remaining member. And the fact that it was a Von Erich, and the fact that it was a girl, they were going to have a ton of fun with it. Until I step in. Lacey doesn't want to come into the ring. And finally, I start to counter out. She steps into the ring. I throw a fireball into Jimmy Golden's eyes. Tell Lacey to lay down. Throw Golden on top of her. Count the pinfall. Record fast pinfall count. To have Lacey Von Erich eliminated the last of Gen 3 at a time of 58 minutes, 26 seconds. Why would I do that? Well, one, it comes down to this would be a great way to have this end. Could you possibly have Lacey Von Erich survive against Jimmy Golden, Steve Carino, and Terry Funk? No. I mean, Lacey was a great wrestler, but there's absolutely no way she would survive against all three. And I wasn't about to let them take advantage of a three-on-one situation when each one of them so badly outclasses her. So I did what I needed to do to make the match end as good as possible without a serious violation of anybody's rights or being sued for bad working conditions. And so you have all of Gen 3 gone. You've got Medusa Michelli gone. You've got Just Incredible gone. You've got uh, Natty Neidhart. Uh, oh, yeah, she's uh, Gen 3. And you got Annie Social who's also gone. So, what do we have left? Terry Funk, Steve Carino, and Jimmy Golden. And they're thinking they're on top of the world, except for Jimmy Golden, who's still recovering from fireball to the face. But I then say that the three of them were not allowed to tag team together. And if they decided they wanted to try they would also lose their contracts. So now the Extreme Horsemen have been broken apart completely as Gen 3 has already been eliminated. So now we'll see coming into February and into the spring months, what does PWA hold for these three guys? Could we have some good tag 
or not tag team, good title matches that run with these guys. Very easily could, because Terry Funk's in line for the world heavyweight title. Carino's a high contender for the American title. Uh, Jimmy Golden, also another high contender for the American heavyweight title. All of this be great. I mean, can you think of Terry Funk versus Sting? Or Great Muda versus Steve Carino? The, the possibilities are endless right now. With these guys not uh, associated with each other anymore, but simply going about what they need to do. Well, that's all for Pro Wrestling America this week. Next week, beginning of February, it is time for the Confessional Corner to continue on in the Apology of the Augsburg Confession. There might be a little bit of a lag. I may do a double one in two weeks because uh, you may have seen on Facebook that I have accepted a call and am moving next week uh, from Minnesota to Illinois to pastor God's people at Our Savior's Lutheran Church in Milford, Illinois. So I ask for your prayers for that. So I will probably have the confessional corner and the next PWA on a double feature for two weeks from today. But we are definitely going to be going through the Apology of the Augsburg Confession. I mean, we're in Article 4. We're in the heart of the matter. And we've just gotten started. So that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. But until then, this is Pastor Doug Minton wishing you God's richest blessings as you wrestle with theology this week.